You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Hello there, this is Mike. This is Kevin. And I've decided we don't want to talk about tire wear and handling this week. <laughs> well, all right, and, but instead we want to talk about bowling. Bowling. I went bowling just uh, yesterday, I believe. I want to bowl for dollars. Bowl for dollars, huh? You think they pay me? I, no. No? <laughs> <laughs> Would they pay me if I didn't go in the gutter? Uh, again, no. No. <laughs> Okay, well, maybe we don't have anything to talk about about bowling then. No, but it is a straight line that you do throw things down. You know, if we could do, if there is at least you're supposed to throw it straight. And the straighter it rolls, the well, I, it's actually you kind of want a curve, don't you? I, I, the real pros throw a curve in it. Right. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I'm not a pro. I'm not a pro. <laughs> okay, forget bowling for dollars. I guess if we have to stick with something, we'll stick with tires. Tires. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about tires. What do we want to talk about? Tires, uh, alignment. Do we have a subject for this week? Uh, we could go with measurement if we wanted to. Nah. But we won't. We won't. I doubt if we start on that subject or practically any subject, we won't get any calls about it. <laughs> That's what happens. We bring up a subject nobody wants to talk about. They got their own things they want to talk about. Right. No particular subject. I'm supposed to go do a seminar in two weeks down in. Uh, Alabama for um, McGriff here, and and it's their sales meeting, and they want me to talk to all their salespeople, and and I was, my normal seminar takes four or five hours, to talk about all the stuff that I want to talk about, mm -hmm. and they said, well, you'll have two hours. So what do I talk about? What I don't talk about, right? And I decided that I could go down there and I could spend two hours and talk about what I think is important and never discuss what they want to talk about. Sure. So I decided I would go down there and discuss two subjects as openers, right? 55 degree wheel cut and inflation. Right. And that'll take me about a half hour. Mm -hmm. And then I'll say, okay, now I've talked about two items that I think are important. Now, why don't you guys tell me what problems you're having? And we'll talk about that. We'll spend 40, uh, an hour and a half answering questions. Just answering your questions. Yeah. What the <laughs> hell? I, I covered what I needed to cover. Why don't you guys tell me what yeah, you Yeah, now you tell me what you got. We'll see how that works. It may work, or they may just throw rotten tomatoes at me. Okay, so we got to take calls. We got to take calls. Okay, we don't got to take calls. We could just leave everybody hanging. Dead air. Why would we? An hour's worth of dead air. Then there's a chance you might sing. Yes. Well, let's, not, let's not allow that. We'll take. The I'm an Okie from Muskogee. That's uh, Waylon Jennings. No, Merle. Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard. One of those two. Yeah, I was talking to a guy the other day and. And and um, Led Zeppelin came on, sure. Stairway to Heaven, yeah. and and it's a classic, right? It is. And the kid listened to it, and he's grooving. Yeah, that's a great song. I says, you know where the name Led Zeppelin came from? He yeah. said, uh, no. I said, well, Led Zeppelin's group, which wasn't called Led Zeppelin at the time, was in a studio doing some demo recordings. And Hoyt Axton, an old country western singer, was in the studio, walked by, and listened to what they were singing and doing. And after listening for a couple of minutes, he looked at his friend and he said, well, I don't fly like a lead balloon, and walked away. And from that, 
came Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Right. Okay. Hoyt Axton. Hoyt Axton. Old timer. <clears throat> kind of like me. <laughs> so that's uh, our our trivia for the day. That's it. Did not regard. We got to go to calls. First one we got is a seven three two area code. It is. Are you going to guess where it is? Uh, I don't really need to because I know you already looked it up. Yes, I did. But you're not going to guess. Oh, I'll, I'll guess. Go I'll ahead. Go with Texas. New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. It's the governor. The governor. Of Chris New Christie's calling us. To talk about blocking a tunnel. <laughs> How do I block a tunnel? How do I block a tunnel? <laughs> Put him on the air. Let's see what he's got. Hello, New Jersey. Hey, what's going on, guys? No, it's We're not just Chris Christie. I weigh about 200 pounds less. All right. Good man. We're just looking for trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured that. Okay. What's up? Uh, well... My question is, um, I had issues with my drive tires before. I went through three sets of drive tires and had pretty much the same problem all all three times where Mm -hmm. they were getting the wave on the outside or the inside. I was getting like the the wave on there, like the cupping almost, I guess that's what you call it. Are these duals or super singles? No, on the steers. Oh, on the steers. Okay, all right. And you say uh, uh, this wave, you're getting this wave on, on the outside rib? Yeah, on the outside rib or on the inside rib. And I would rotate them, you know. Ah. Um, so what happened was I had pretty much, you could say, the whole front end. I had the kingpin done. I had the the bearings done. I had everything done in the, in the front end. Mm-hmm. And then I had a wheel alignment done. And, of course, it wasn't an empty alignment wheel alignment. It was a regular okay. wheel alignment. Yeah. So the thing is, is that uh, when I put the new set of tires in, like, you know, a few weeks, you know, a couple months or whatever, I would start mm-hmm. seeing it again. Yep. And I drive a lot in the Northeast. Yep. And being in the Northeast, you hit the potholes and all this and that, and it destroys you pretty much your truck. I finally, this time, I put new tires on. And mind you, I replaced the tie rods also. Sure, um, sure. I, I put new drives on, I mean, new steers on, and I went and I did, I pulled the trigger on buying the uh, Road King shots. Okay. And I put those on because mm-hmm. yep. uh, ride feels better, run, truck runs straight down the road, uh, Feels good. Love them. I recommend mm-hmm. them to anybody who wants to get them. Okay. Now, okay. the main problem that I'm having is that not once, but not twice, but three times, I try to get an MD alignment done. You hmm. guys have a, a place in New Jersey. Yeah. Um, the Volvo dealer. I don't know if I can say the name. Nope, not the Volvo dealer. Oh, Okay. It's a it's an MD alignment uh, place. Um, I don't know if I can tell you to say the name. That's all right. It's it's in Newark, New Jersey. Mhm. Okay. It's a Abreu. Yeah. yeah. I thought uh, I thought I thought it, I thought Abreu was a Volvo dealer. Um no, that's a that's a own separate 
that's a, another shop. A, uh, they, it's not a mobile dealer. It's a, a repair shop. Okay. All right. So I went there, and I tried to set up an appointment. The guy couldn't mm-hmm. see me for two weeks. No problem. Boy. Okay, I'll wait two weeks. I go mm-hmm. two weeks. Oh, the guy that 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 does it, that's trained for that, he's on vacation. He won't be back for another three weeks. So I'm like, really? okay, no problem. So I went to another place and I got the three axle alignment. Right. Then about, then I went. Uh, I said, okay, so I changed the shocks and I said, you know what? I'm still having the same problem. Let me try to get an appointment. I called up, gave him a call. Oh, the guy that that does it, he's not here anymore. <laughs> so we and, so we can't. Yeah, three weeks oh, okay. and, and, and this is the problem I have with uh, any alignment system in a large shop with multiple employees. I have a lot more luck in owner-operator businesses. Right. Where the guy that's doing the alignment is the guy that owns the business. Right. When we talk about Chad Han, we don't say you know alignment solutions down there in, in uh, Kansas City. It's Chad Han. I've spoken. I've spoken to Chad numerous mm-hmm. times. I just mm-hmm. can't get down there. Right, I understand. When I'm getting near the area, I I don't have the time to be able to stop, you know, or sure. you know, come right. back to them. I've right. been well, chat numerous times on the phone. Trust me. Do you get into Pennsylvania? Um, uh, no, not now, not anymore, because I'm running a dedicated, so I usually mm. don't. But the third time. I was I was getting the wheel alignment. I had to take my truck into the body shop because I had a rear end collision, right. and they had to do some work. So that's when I decided to do the Roll King shocks and the tires. And I said, if you're going to replace the tires, you might as well. I have Goodyear 399s on there, and right. I told them, I told them, I says I'm going to order the shocks. The shock, I should get the shocks in a couple of weeks. I don't want you to take the truck to get a wheel alignment done until. You put these shocks on because when they do the alignment, I want these shocks to be on there. So I right. said, this is where I want you to take it for a wheel alignment. And I told him the place. I gave mm-hmm. him the name. And I said, who do you usually use? He says, oh, well, we use the Freightliner dealer down, down the road. Okay. But I want you to take it to this place. Mm-hmm. And he says, okay, no problem. So I call up to make an appointment. Well, the guy injured himself. He won't be able to do it. And I was like, wait a second. Is this the guy that quit or the guy that's on vacation? <laughs> and, and, and uh, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So I spoke to you before. I said, when am I going to be able to get this empty wheel alignment when the guy's never there? Or you guys always have an excuse of why not to do it. Yep. So that is pretty crazy. That's yep. Now, where, where do you go in the Northeast? Uh, I usually run to Boston and back to New Jersey. Up to Boston and do, back to New Jersey. I, I do a round trip. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mike is looking for stuff. There's a Volvo dealer up in Avon, Massachusetts, just south of Boston. It's uh, Ballard Truck Center. I recently okay. trained those guys up. I would try them. If you want, if you're okay. still, you know, as everybody should, still need an MD alignment. Uh, and the, well, the other the thing option, is, is of course, that you guys are more intensive, more more into it that you know with the measurements and, and everything, right. make sure that everything is right than going right. to a, a regular, you know, place, mom and pop place, and you, and, you know, even to a to a T 
TA or whatever, and you get a, a three-wheel alignment, it's not the same as an MD alignment. I'd rather pay the right. extra couple of dollars to get it done right. And not, right. We, you know, have and we agree, with, we, we agree with that. Uh, um, also, we would agree that if you, if you found somebody that you would like to do your repairs and your alignment, but they don't have the equipment, we can train them. If they're if they're a decent, competent mechanic, we can train them. Yeah, if they'd like to do it, yeah. If they'd like to do it, yeah. Listen, it's extra work. Jersey, oh my gosh! It's like, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a big place in in Jersey. Uh, it's a big place in Jersey that that does wheel alignments. They have all mm-hmm. the computerized machines. Let's say it's yep. not empty alignment. They use uh, oh. Hunter. I can't, uh, which one? Hunter. Hunter. Is Hunter. that right? Usually, yep. yeah. they they use that. I mm-hmm. mean, and they have about five or six machines. Like, yep. Oh wow. You know, yep. Um, I mean, it's a big place. Mhm. That's a lot of I money. I mean, it, yep. it, it would. It, yeah. So you you think about it. I mean, when you have one place and you call to this place and say, "Hey, look, you know, I want to bring my truck in and get an empty alignment," you, you keep getting. <laughs> you, you freak with that. Yeah, you know, never... I don't want to. I don't want to call you anymore. Right. right. I got hey, the same you'll problem. Never, you'll never get an alignment shop that has invested that much money into their their uh, their equipment to switch to our system. Right. But you could get a repair shop or a tire shop that is not currently doing alignments to expand their business. Let, let me give well, you let me give you a tire a, shop. That's okay. Let me give you an example. Are you talking about City Tire? Which one? City Tire. City Tire, uh, City Tire. I think that's the name of it. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. They got a lot of machines. It's in the, it's in the yeah, Elizabeth, Jersey. Yes, it is. I've been there, and and yep. they believe their machines, and their guys are trained that way, and they don't want to talk about different settings, and and I can't get anywhere with them. Okay. You're gonna get anywhere with them. Yeah. I've been taken in there by the tire manufacturers. Say, look, you're complaining about our tires. Let us have this guy show you why you're having problems. Uh, and then when I start talking about alignments, they say, no, no, it's not alignment. We know what we're doing in alignment. Leave us alone. And and it all stops. Yeah. You just, you yeah, can't, but that's the whole thing. As long as that water. thing says zero on mm-hmm. it, yeah. mm-hmm. as long as it says zero on it, that's that's what they that's what they're 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 happy with. They don't right. check anything else. They don't check what's, if anything is wrong or or what. Right. Like I said, yeah. I had the hubs changed. I had mm-hmm. everything changed on the front end of this truck. And yep. thank God, after I put the Road King shocks, I mean, it feels a lot better after a lot of the work that I've done. But I spent thousands of dollars on just the front end Good. alone. All right. Now, the judgment you should make on your tire alignment, since you've got some miles on them now, is simply rubbing your hand back and forth across the tire. Mm-hmm. If it I feels do. smooth in both directions on both front tires, then the alignment is fine. Right. If it's yep. sharp one I, way I, I, and I, I, smooth the other way, the alignment's wrong. Yeah. Yep. So on your tires now, with the new tires on it, with the alignment done, are you feeling any of the feathered wear? None. None. Okay. okay. Then the alignment's fine. None. And and yep. if you're having a tire well, problem, then it's something well, else. That's the whole thing. Exactly, and and that's the whole thing. And and I've listened to your show all the time because I listen to it on a podcast all the mm-hmm. time. And I don't get to go on Sundays and stick the phone to my ear to listen to your show. But um, right, 
the thing is, is like I've I've done everything like you guys have said. Even on the back, I mean, I've mm-hmm. had the pushings and everything done on the mm-hmm. stabilizing bars. Yep. And I I run my hand, and I did feel it that one time. I did feel like you know where it was holding me back as I ran my hand over it. Right. And I so. said, okay, I got to rotate the tires. So that's the first thing I mm-hmm. did. I went and rotated the tires, and then the tires went back to school. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Okay. Very good. Well, we do appreciate you calling. We will try and contact that repair shop and see if they are going to have anybody trained to do the job yeah. right. And if they don't, we'll take the name off our list. Yeah. Not being able to align people. Is well, that's how I got it. Was on your, I, on, I went online and I did a search and, and that's yep. how I found it. And I was like, yep. wow, this is right around the corner from where I parked. I was yep. like, that's great. But, yeah. Uh, so they're not going to fix no, it. We'll no take go. them off the list. Okay. I appreciate you calling, buddy. Yep. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Have a good evening. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah, it's, uh, it is the an issue we've been having for a long time is just and, getting and, shops to actually do And we it. have it with lots of shops. We have it with fleets. Fleets buy the equipment. We train them. And a year later, the guys we all trained are gone. Oh, turnover. The new guys won't read the book, haven't looked at the video, and won't call us. And then they won't pay for training when they realize they have a problem. Yeah. So not, not much uh, I can do about them. Yeah. All right. Let's see. We got a 417 area code. 417. Any ideas? Uh, it's familiar. So I'm going to say Texas. Missouri. Missouri. You're getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> Missouri. This is a show me state. It is. So what does he want to show me? I'm hoping it's something truck related. Yeah, but uh-huh. All right. we'll bleep it if it's not. Yep. Hello, Missouri. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, we're yeah, we're doing good. Pete. I've got a Pete to show you, not a Peter, but a Pete. Oh, and, okay, uh, good, good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do you do you, do you know what you get if you take parts off of a Peterbilt, a Kenworth, and a Freightliner and put them together? What's that? You get a worthless Peter shaker. <laughs> yep. Kenworth, <laughs> Peterbilt. Okay, dokie. What do we got? Well, I got a, a brand new Pete uh, 579, and uh, on the maiden voyage a few weeks ago, um, not even 10 miles down the road, hit the first off ramp, and I get a major uh, shuddering when you when you have to kind of get on the brakes pretty hard, you know, say going from 60 to 30. Yeah. And uh, so I had it in a couple shops. Uh, I thought it was brakes. You know, the brakes are hanging up or something, and I'm mm-hmm. not a mechanic. And you'll, mm-hmm. you'll figure out pretty quick. Um, they say, no, it's not that, not the wheel bearings, nothing to do with any of that stuff. Uh, we think you got a bad steer tire. I said, but it's brand new Michelin's, you know, on a brand new truck. Uh, it happens. Mm-hmm. You need to take it back and uh, see about them warranty and the, the, the steer tires. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious what you guys think about that. Uh, when you brake, you know, a, a nice solid brake, not, not just coming to a, a soft uh, braking, but a nice uh, hard braking on an off ramp uh, mm-hmm. loaded with the trailer from, say, mm-hmm. 60 down to 30. It's like an Amco mm-hmm. commercial. Uh, 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 you know? Okay. And, now, uh, is, so is the steering yeah. wheel going up and down or, or rocking side to side? It's it's not that extreme in the steering wheel. It's not that the – I mean, I think the best place I can feel it is in the front of my seat, right under my kneecaps, uh, but you certainly can feel it in the steering wheel, and you can actually see the hood 
and everything on the front end jittering up and down. And, okay. And so, okay. Yeah. All right. I don't think it's a steering brake problem. Yeah, not if it's feeling it in the seat. If you feel it in the seat more than you feel in the steering wheel, it's a rear brake problem. Does this vehicle have disc brakes? No, it's drum brakes. Good, good. I think what you got in the rear end of the truck is I think you've got an off-center brake drum. Okay, so that's something. Is that something that, you know, two different shops would miss kind of easily? Well, it depends on how they're yeah. taught to check for it. The, the way right. I check for that problem is I jack the rear end of the truck up, I release the brakes, and I take my right. hand and just attempt to rotate the tires with my hand. Now, if they turn smoothly, then that's not my problem. But if it hangs up every half a turn, that's the one that's got the problem. Yeah, if they if they just haven't gotten if they only check the steer because they thought the problem was in the steers, then they never. No, they checked all the way around. They actually, yeah, they actually adjusted the rear brakes and said they were out of adjustment. But uh, well, the first the first stop actually diagnosed it the second I walked in and said it's your rod height. Your rod height is off, and that's throwing your drivetrain off, and that's what it is, and that's what they said too, and it didn't fix the problem. So, no. and my my question, of course, to you guys and them and everybody else is, but it's a brand new truck, right? Yeah. So, oh, uh, yeah. that off-center brake drum being something <laughs> on a brand new truck. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. We find it all the time. It's it's not because it's not that the drum itself is out of round. It's that it's sitting right. off square when they mounted it. You have a you have a hub piloted drum. In other words, the large circle in the middle of the hole of the drum is supposed to fit yeah. the, the hub perfectly. Well if the hole in the drum is just a little bit too big, then when you slide right. the drum on, it falls and when you bolt the wheel on, you bolt the drum off center. Yeah, it's hanging instead of sitting flush. Right. Okay. Now, okay. the same well, thing the same thing can happen to a steer tire, a steer brake. Right. But when it does, right. you do the brake application, your steering wheel chatters back and forth, left and right. You get this oscillation. Right, and you can feel it right there in your hand. Just instantly. So in your seat. Yeah. When you're feeling yeah. it in your seat. And the fact that they actually found that the brakes were out of adjustment. So they went back and, and tested the adjustment and found that at least one or two of them were off. That can happen if the uh, the point where they checked it the first time when they when they built the thing, uh, the yeah. drum was in one side of the rotation. But when they checked it the next time at the shop, it was in another side of the rotation. They never fixed that around. They just adjusted for a different point of the rotation. Right. And then the automatic slack adjusters changed it again. Yeah. And then you still have an out around hub. You still have the chatter. Yep. Okay. That that uh, that's definitely something new and uh, logical. It sounds like to me to check out, so I'm sure appreciate that, guys. Not a problem. Now, when you're not applying the brakes and you're driving the truck, does the truck drive and handle reasonably well? Only at 53, 54, 55 miles per hour, which I'm rarely at. Uh, I was actually on my way to one of the shops, Bobtail, when I noticed that it, it did not feel as comfortable and smooth because it rides like a dream. I mean, the suspension mm -hmm. hitting mm -hmm. terrible road, you know, it, it, mm -hmm. I got to admit, I mean, I'm coming out of a, a freight shaker into this thing. It rides mm -hmm. great. It takes bumps really well. But I did notice uh, only that one time 
uh, and if I do it on purpose, you know, get stuck there now, right at 54, 55, there is some vibration. So and the vibration is, is the yeah, vibration in your feet? Is it in your feet and seat, or is it in the steering wheel? All of it is kind of, I would say, from the front of the seat, like kneecaps area, forward right. to the front of the hood. So, okay, so I don't really get anything behind me. That, it's not, yeah. It's no, not if you feel it behind you, it's, does it, do you feel it in your hands or in your, you feel it in your yeah, legs? You, you can feel you can feel it vibrating in your hands, but it's not like when you guys say the steering wheel, it's not like it's going left and right, left and going. up and down. You know, it's just a vibration, mm-hmm. like more of a, almost like an in and out. You know, uh, everything's just kind of vibrating. The whole front end of the truck, you can actually see the hood like bouncing up and down. But but a a problem in the rear, a problem in the rear of the truck will make your hood bounce. And it'll also make the uh, the steering wheel vibrate eventually. But if it starts up by by being in action in your knees, if that's where you feel it the most, that leads us to believe there's something in the drive line which can be. Yeah, it's in the rear of the truck. What rear suspension do you have in this? Uh, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I'm not a mechanic. One thing, another description I can give you is if I let my foot off of the accelerator and relax it right when this is happening, it'll bounce mm-hmm. my foot back and off of the accelerator. Yep, it's a rear. It's a drive line. Yeah, it's a rear end problem. Okay. 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 So we. So, well, that, yeah, man, so we've that, got. And that and that to that, me that, that sounds be, like a vibration. Uh, that vibration sounds like a balance issue. Um, I, I'm not sure. Based on the fact that his dominant vibration comes from when he's applying the brakes, I want to check the brakes up. Exactly. And right. If, it, and if you have an out-of-round drum, you're also going to have an imbalance problem. Right. And if you have an imbalance problem, you're going to get a vibration upwards of 55. Yeah, it all comes back into the same thing. Yep. Okay. Out-of-round drum, balance. Uh, would you, so the steer tire theory, you think, is probably just bunk. Like that's all bunk. Yeah, I ain't going there. Yeah, okay. right. Right. Yeah, okay. And, and, and then, then uh, you know, just to keep yeah. everybody honest, is do you have a jack? Can you just jack up uh, your, your your rear drive axle positions one at a time and spin them? Yeah, I mean, I, I could have them do it in front of me. I mean, they'll they'll pretty much do. You know, they're they're being right. They're being pretty good about it, so they'll do whatever. Right. You know, I think. Now, now I, I'm more worried that they don't. They just don't know, you know. They don't know. Oh, they don't know. They don't know. Just accept that. The the other thing I want to change one phrase you used. You said out of round drum, and I want to say off center drum. It's a it's sort of a mismatch. It's not a okay. It's not. It's not not that there's something wrong with the drum. Okay. Okay. Hey, thanks, guys. I sure appreciate it. Good luck to you, buddy. Good luck. Bye. 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 Okay. All right, good. so that was our Missouri. A Missouri in. Pete, and, and now we've got a 203. Uh, yeah, we've got a few left here. 203. Uh, 203. That's, uh, it's not L.A., that's 213. Uh, and it's not Orlando or, or the Cocoa Beach, Florida, that's 123. Uh, yes. So or 321. 203 is going to be Texas. Connecticut. Right. You're picking Texas every time tonight, aren't you? Yeah, why not? Sure, all right. A lot of area codes in Texas. Let's see what Connecticut has to say. All right. Hello there. Hey, how you doing? We're doing great. How you doing? 
good. So I, my question is, uh, the truck uh, I bought, uh, I, I've had it for eight months now. The tires are wearing rock solid. I run good. 110 in the front, 100 mm-hmm. in the back. Um, mm-hmm. When I run heavy, I, I run about 61, 62 miles an hour. And when I mm-hmm. have uh, the lighter loops, uh, I'm running about 70, 75 because it's got to get there. Mm-hmm. That being said, I finally pulled the trigger on a trailer with super singles, and I think I want to put those at 105. Uh, what I'm wondering okay. is, on the lighter on the lighter loads, uh, can I run 70, 75 at 105 and not have any tire issues? No. The 75 is just too high. Yeah, the problem is, whether you're heavy loaded or light loaded, as you increase the speed, centrifugal force makes that wide tire grow, and it gets bigger in diameter. The center seven ribs out of the nine ribs, which are not attached to the sidewall, will get taller than the outside two ribs. Because they've got the sidewall holding them. And then the outside two ribs being shorter will wear faster and start cupping on both shoulders. So I should not so, run fast, or should I put more air in the car? Air won't change it. Yeah, air won't change the speed issue. We've tried that. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You run that tire past about 65 miles an hour, and you can expect to start seeing wear on both shoulders on any wide base tire. Okay, so I should keep my speed at 62. Yes, that's, that's yeah. the ideal. If you, yeah, or, or buy more tires. I mean, if, if running okay. 75 is going to be worth buying an extra pair of tires that much sooner. Yeah. If you're making more money at 75, then buy tires. Okay. So I guess I, I got to watch uh, what loads I choose then. Uh, I bought this so I could run heavier, but when I run heavier, I run slower. So that's a good deal. Uh, right. Alignment. Now, these, as as trail. This is, is this a spread axle trailer or a regular set? A regular. Okay, good. Then, then everything I'm talking about is right. Everything you're doing is fine. And now you're worried about alignment? Well, what I'm worried, I, I have zero experience with uh, maintenance on a trailer. Uh, is there mm-hmm. more adjustments as the torsion bar? No. Let, let's talk about what we see when people call us out with issues. When we look at steer tires as a group all across the U.S., Canada, Mexico, every place they go, 50% of the irregular wear we see on steer tires comes from alignment. 50% comes from other things. Okay? Drive and trailer tires, only 10% of the wear we see comes from alignment. 90% comes from other things. Like speed. Like speed, like inflation. Uh, flex, too much flex in the axles, wheel bearings loose, mismatched tires. There's a whole list of them. But, you know, those things happen. Alignment basically doesn't affect... It, it does, but it's it's not the big problem in those tire wear problems. It's it's alignment alignment has less of an effect than than balance. Right, right. Now, if you want to check the alignment on your trailer, okay, there's two checks that you can do yourself very simply. One, you're driving down the road, you look in the mirror. Does the trailer look about the same on both sides of the vehicle? Yeah, it looks like it's following me straight. Okay, that's first check. Second check, take a tape measure and measure from the back edge of the front trailer rim to the leading edge of the rear trailer rim on the left side and compare that width measurement with the width on the right side. 
and finding the smallest measurement between the two rooms. The yeah, closest, the closest, closest point, point between the two rooms on both sides. And they should match within about a sixteenth of an inch. And we don't care which side's longer. Doesn't really matter on a trailer. So if it's following you good, and the measurements between the axles are good, the alignment's fine. Okay. And now there, now right, there is it. one thing. That's that, all we got. What do you got, Kevin? One thing that has come up more recently that people believe that the trailer is not trailing behind them because recently a 104 inch wide, 102, 102 inch wide axle has become more popular than the typical 98 inch. Yeah, the, you got duels on your tractor though, right? No, no, I have, I have, uh, yeah, duels on the tractor, yeah. And you got wide base on the trailer, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, and I just so, have weight savings. Yes. Yeah, so if you put your drive tires on the white line when you're driving down the road, the trailer tires aren't going to be on the white line because they're not the same width as your drives are, are they? Yeah, it'll be a little narrower. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I bought them. They have the two-inch offset, so I'll flip them. But obviously, they're going to be in closer. Yeah. So judging where your drive tires are versus where your trailer tires are doesn't tell you anything about the alignment. So you just got to look at the side of the trailer and see right. if it's guiding behind you. Right. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Very good, bud. Have a good day. Okay. All right. Okay. So that was, uh, that was Connecticut. Connecticut in the trailer. Yeah. We've got more questions so I don't get to sing. <laughs> but I want to. 306. 306. Where's 306? Texas. No, it's not. going to be sometime. Yeah, it should be, but it ain't. It's Saskatchewan. Okay. It's Canadian where it's cold. Well, is it that cold anymore? I don't know. Let's ask him. He'll tell us. He will. He will tell us. Hello, Saskatchewan. Is it cold there? Hello. I have no idea. I'm in uh, Colorado. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) What's up? Uh, I've got a bounce. Uh, I had a new set of drives put on, and <laughs> they were mounted out of round. Went oh, back, that's hard. Um, redone, yeah. and they're better, but I've never been able to get rid of the bounce. Okay, and let's describe. Check- let's descri- Let's describe the bounce first before we go into what you've done. It, you feel the bounce in your. In your chair, good, that's fine. Does it come in at a certain speed? No. It can happen any time or it happens all the time? It happens any time. Okay, so it's not not there all the time, okay? Good. No. No. Second, Second question, when this bounce or vibration occurs, does it... Shake and then stop, and then shake and then stop, and then shake and then stop. Or when it starts shaking, does it just shake and take over the truck? It, it it seems like when it starts, it doesn't want to stop. Okay, so it's not cyclical, and, and it's just constant no. when it does it. Okay. Yeah, Very and good. then once in a while, if I'm pulling a hill, like just a gradual pull up a hill with my mm-hmm. foot in the throttle a little bit. It'll smooth out. Okay. All right. Very good. What suspension have you got? Uh, low air leaf. Peterbilt. Peterbilt low air. Okay. And how big a horsepower you got? 700. 
And how many miles? <laughs> and how many miles are on this truck? Under uh, 1.2 million. And when's the last time you put a clutch in it? Never. <laughs> I don't know when. I've had it since. I've had it for about three years. Okay. So I had no clutch. Okay. Because my gut feeling is that this is not a tire problem. Right. Not if it goes away under power. That just doesn't. Yeah, that just wiped me out. Okay. Um I, I I would be looking at something in the gears in the dips. I'd be looking at drive shafts, universal joints, carrier bearing, or clutch. Right, right, right. Right. My my okay. opinion there was a driveline angle changing as it would on a flex air. But uh, is it a flex air? No, he said it's a low leaf. Oh, it's a low air leaf. Okay, we don't low have nearly leaf. problems. Yeah, and and you've checked the ride height to make sure that was right, correct? I actually had it adjusted not that long ago. And that didn't make any difference, did it? Well, uh, no, it didn't. Good, that's all I wanted but, to hear. But, but it, it, what did ahead. make the difference was putting a new set of tires on. That made it worse. Yeah. You have more well, traction. I... I didn't have any problem before at all until I switched out my tires. Okay. All right. Now, now let's talk about the tires. Okay. Did you, did you buy some of those cheap ass Chinese imports? Yokohama TY 517. That's not a cheap ass Chinese import. That's a decent tire. Okay. But when you went from your worn out, short treaded, slick tires, to your deep-treaded, brand-new Yokohama tires, you increased your traction, which changed the harmonics that go through your drive lines. Okay. He's got yep. a lot of horsepower in there. Now, if you want to do a test, if you can find somebody amenable to work with you on this test, you find a buddy who's got a set of drive tires that are half-worn. And you say, I want to park my truck next to your truck. We're going to take all my tires off and stack them over here. We're going to take all your tires and rims. We're going to put them on my truck. We're going to leave your truck sitting on jack stands. And I'm going to run down the road and back and see if that makes any damn difference. And if it makes a big difference, then you've got a problem with your tires and the way it's affecting your truck. Now, there may be the tires, but I'm thinking it's the tread depth. I think it's the grip. Okay. Would would it help if I rotated them? Like I do have some torque wear on them. Yeah. But how many? How much I, torque wear? Uh, it's fairly prominent. I I haven't got a lot of miles on these tires, but I have been pushing it more than normal. Yeah, and with seven hundred horsepower, <laughs> you're torquing some tires. A lot of torque to apply. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so could that torque wear be part of my issue? It could be, and just simply X rotating your tires would find out if that is. If it's in, it if, would. If it's increasing. Yeah, if you X rotate your tires or reverse the direction they're all rotating, and the vibration goes significantly down, it's a grip problem. Okay. Okay. 
If you oh, reverse okay. the direction of rotation and it makes no difference at all, then the heel and toe isn't the issue, and we still have to find out what right. the principal cause is. And that's why I say if you had somebody who was willing on a Saturday to switch all his rims with you and you do a test drive and it makes no difference at all, well, then it's not the tires. Right. It's just, just dumb blind luck. Yeah, my, my issue with that, with that is I've got stud pilot wheels and everybody else got hub pilot wheels. Okay. Yeah, you got you got the old ball seat wheels? Yeah. Boy, this is an old truck. <laughs> uh, it's an old one. It's an old one, yeah. Yeah, right at the tail end of the ball seat wheels. Yeah. With a low leaf. I like them because they center the wheel. Yeah. Okay, here's another way you could do it then. You bring the truck into the garage, your trailer's gone, you jack the rear end of the truck up, you put four jack stands into where the U-bolts are, you okay. rotate the tires, take the rocks out of the tires because they're going to come out anyway, and you okay. run your truck up to 60 miles an hour on the jack stands. Right. And if the vibration is still there, now it won't be as intense as it is when you've got weight on it and, and pulling the torque, but if the vibration is still there anyway then the interface between the tire and the ground doesn't mean anything. Right. And at the same time, while you're walking right. around, if one of those sets of tires is going up and down, blah, 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 and the other three aren't, well, you just found a, a big problem, didn't you? Yeah. Right, right. That's so so it, it, what, it can't be a, like I've got uh, 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 balance beads. It can't yeah, be a balancing issue. Or could it, it could be, it could be, but... It has to be a really bad balance issue. The balance beads will handle up to about 16, 18 ounces of balance. That means to be a problem, it would have to be higher than that, 30 ounces. And accelerating the truck would not eliminate the balance problem. Never. Right. It would still uh, be there if it's a balance problem. Yes. So so the fact that you can step on the throttle and wipe it out says that ain't it. Yeah, I'm just really interested in what under load would cause this to stop vibrating. Well, if he's got a bad universal joint and it starts oscillating back there, and when you step on the throttle, you're locking the universal joint and it doesn't get to oscillate anymore. Well, I'm really starting to think from this conversation that it is in my drive line because I do have a little bit of play in my pinions and a little bit of play in the output shaft, a little bit of play in the yokes. But mm-hmm. nothing that's serious, but the whole mm-hmm. thing, and, and even in the, the carrier pairing, uh, it mm-hmm. feels a little no. bit looser than I would like it to be. Right. Yeah, well, is that maybe what I need to start looking at? Well, the problem I've got with that is I would I would want to figure out a way to test that without throwing a lot of money at it. I'm right. cheap. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Okay. Right. And, so we want to eliminate yeah. the cheap problems first. Right, right. Now, because this happened right when you changed the tires, it didn't happen at all before you put the new tires on? Is that right? Did we lose you? I think we lost him. Hello? Nah. Oh, well. Well, we'll put him. Oh, are you back? Can you hear me now? Just barely. You're cutting in and out. Well, we're going to move on. There you are. Hello? 
No, we're going to put you on hold. We're going to move to another call, but yeah. I, I would jack the truck up and run it and see what it does. Yeah. And you have yourself a good day. Yep. Good luck. Okay. okay. All right. Thanks. Very good. Okay. 270. 270. 270. Kentucky. Texas. Kentucky. <laughs> He's in Texas. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> this call from Eddie. Kentucky, the price is going to be a bottle of Jim Beam. Uh, How about the moonshine? About, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, we're good. <laughs> hey guys, it's, uh, I want to thank you. I've been listening to y'all for a while, uh-huh. and so last year, I'm driving an 07 uh, Freightliner Century. I've been driving this thing since brand new, right about okay. eight thousand miles from a million miles, and mm-hmm. so the shop that I've been using for over oh god, fifteen years, and um, so for the last nine years. Well, eight years, I was going to get my wheel alignment. Mm-hmm. And so every time I go in, I tell them, I said, why is my damn airbag on the right side always crooked? You know, every year <laughs> I come in, it, it's, I mean, it's slant to the side. He yep. said, well, they do that. So, okay. Yeah, well, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. this was really slant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so every year I go there, it's slant. So they, they, that shop finally closed up last year. Somebody bought them out. And so I mm-hmm. called y'all guys up. Y'all reckon me go to one to uh one of the international deals over in Bowling Green, Kentucky. I want you to okay. tell that young man that he did an awesome job because he beat out all them old hands that was this uh, at this other shop been doing alignments for years. Mm-hmm. And so I told him about that, and he said, well, I'm going to show you. So he said, well, we're going to have to take the U-boats off, off the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the um, rear axle back on the right side. Mm-hmm. And he said, because you are missing something. I said, missing what? He said, I'm going to show you. <laughs> <You're telling me. laughs> That's why I keep moving. So he took, yeah. And so he uh, took all that apart. And he took that top plate off with the the, U, the big, large U-boat wrapped around, and you tied it right. from the bottom. So he took that off, and he removed the plate mm-hmm. that sits on top of the drive line. And he mm-hmm. said that I'm gonna show, he said whoa and so I I was looking too he said well hell the damn thing is still circled you know mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the pin that supposed to go there to hold mm-hmm. that plate in place was never installed there from the factory from the beginning oh that's tough and that was yeah and that was the reason why my airbag was always freaking crooked I mean mm-hmm. uh, a lot of guys is probably mm-hmm. like that and don't know it but. But yep. I want to thank that guy. He actually he did he drilled out a hole and, and put a uh, piece of steel in there to keep that plate from sliding back and forth. And so, mm-hmm. and I want to thank him for that. I mean, it was just weird that those guys that I was going through all those years they did not know that. And right. here this young guy is at the international mm-hmm. dealer over in Bowling Green, Kentucky. That was the first thing he saw. He said, "Well, your pin is missing out of your rear uh, drives back here." Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and uh, I just want to thank him for that. I mean, yeah. awesome, buddy. We and let me ask you, that. Yeah, and uh, and the guy was talking about you was just talking about Jack, and I just actually went through this this other day. Mm-hmm. It's actually been going on for a couple of months. That you know, I was going down the highway, and it only happens when I'm really heavy. You know, all mm-hmm. of a sudden, feel like the brakes get thrown on when I'm going into a curb. You know, like what the hell? It's like the whole truck is twisting. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and and so I took to the shop and I said. You know, it's scaring me to death. I don't know if because all my draft shafts with yokes and everything, curry burns, mm-hmm. everything is brand spanking new. Mm-hmm. I said, well, this is what I, I told the shop guy. So I want you to um, 
let's just take this save a whole lot of time. I'm, I'm gonna do it my way. He mm-hmm. said, "What we're gonna do?" I said, "I want you to go and get your big jack, and I want you to jack the truck up, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna turn the wheels." And mm-hmm. this is from listening to y'all for the whole time, you know, all these years. And he uh-huh. said, "I said, I want you to turn turn the the middle axle wheels." So they was rolling real good. So he jacked the, the back ones up. And I said, "Turn no wheels, man. We're gonna we're gonna do the wheel of fortune here. There's got to be one." Of them. <laughs> and sure, mm-hmm. <laughs> sure enough, the right side. Uh, Draft backer, it was actually hanging up. You know, it was out of yep. adjustment on the brakes, and and that was, and it was just amazing. It's like, wow! Listen to the information y'all give. Simple stuff. If I had took this to a lineman shop, they would just they would have ate it up. I mean, yep. you know, just, yep. just they didn't, I mean, they really would have. I mean, it's it's really mm-hmm. sad the shops don't do the MD alignment way, and it's. <laughs> It's just a sad game out here anymore, but uh, I just want to thank you guys for all the information y'all get out. We're always glad to help you. Are you familiar with the 80-20 rule in life? Uh, No. 80% of the good work is done by 20% of the people. So I personally think that's morphed into 90-10 nowadays. It could be be that the other 90% does catch 10%. Yeah. So it we want to train that We want to train the ten percent that want to do the job right and like to learn the tricks. Right. Because these yeah. tricks are getting forgotten. The new generations are getting taught what we learned working under the shade tree. Yeah, we need to we need to reteach an entire generation of uh, truck mechanics how to do this job. Yep. Well, I, I'm glad you're happy with what's going on. We will continue to try and put this information out, and we will talk to anybody who's willing to listen. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you very much yeah, for that. I just want to thank and you And we'll pass yeah. that on. Hey, You're more than welcome, buddy. Mm-hmm. What is your main shop? Is that the one in Kansas y'all always talking? Is that your main shop that y'all uh, no, chat there? No, we, oh. we don't have a main shop. Our operation is oh. in Des Moines. Yeah, we we manufacture and sell equipment, and we train and do oh, consulting. Okay. Okay. And so all these shops that buy our equipment, they're their own business. Right. We're, we probably okay. should okay, I have, you. I don't know. Shop here. No, I don't want a shop here. I don't want. I don't want people coming in and bugging me. It's bad enough I'm gonna listen on a damn phone. No, what happened years ago when we when we developed the system and started selling them, we still were doing alignments, and then the people we're selling the equipment to said, "This is not fair." I said, "What's not fair?" He says, "You sell us the equipment and then you compete with us." Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. So we don't compete yeah, with our customers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that's all right though. But you know, but it works though. It's simple. You know, it was amazing. Me, you know, when I first went to that shop, I said, "Well, I don't see no. I mean, where are you gonna do this wheel alignment at? I don't see no <laughs> big. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, I don't see no drive on equipment or nothing. I'm like, okay, okay, all right." You know, it just blew my mind. This guy just hanged some things on the wheels. And that was, yep. I was like, okay, okay, this guy. I like, oh, my God, what if I yeah, got myself know, into? But that was it. I mean, but so right now I have got over 137,000 miles on these steers. You know, I might have to replace them in a couple more weeks, but that's what I got on right now. But you know, That's good. That's good. We yeah. want that kind of mileage. Yeah. And see, trucks don't yeah. wear out tires sitting on those big alignment machines. They wear out tires sitting on the ground. All right. That's right. right. Driving down the road. And, and I want you to preach. I hear a lot of. I argue with a lot of guys. You know, when I go, you know, the loves is doing this pre-pass tar thing. 
And I was telling them, and I told them, I said, I want 113 pounds in my tires. Mm-hmm. And I explained to them, I said, I said, because I, you know, people want ten, and next, you know, next week's gonna be one oh nine. And I told mm-hmm. the guy, I said, if it's under one ten, what is that? He said, uh, well, it's still close, right? That's what I was getting at. <laughs> it's under inflated. Okay, let me let me give <laughs> you another problem. Let me give you another problem with that love system. The love system is airing up tires when they're hot. You drove it yeah, off I don't the road. Do that, no. Okay, yeah, now if you leave it set overnight and you do it in the morning, that's fine. But they'll air up yeah. tires with the guys that are coming in hot. Now, with the tires starting I mean, out at 100, I like, yeah. yeah, it's nerve-wracking. The tires start out at 110 yeah. in the morning, but when it got hot, it was running 125 to 128. That's, so right, that's in, right. He pulls in there with hot tires. They're going to let air out of them. Yeah, they sure is. And it's under Exactly. Mm-hmm. I tell guys all the time, I say, why are you, you just come off the road and you're getting that pre, I mean, that, why? I mean, your tires is freaking smoking hot. I mean, it, oh, yeah. it's just, I tell you what, it, this industry is, these guys that's driving these trucks, it's amazing the small stuff they don't know about. It's, it kills me, though. It's yeah. like, you're wasting the pre-pass and you're wasting the people's time at that. And actually, you're wearing your tires out quicker. Yeah, Constantly you're doing yourself a disservice. You better. Well, that's buddy, right. we got yeah. two more we got two more calls, and I think we got about six, six minutes. minutes. So we appreciate your time. We're right, glad you're you. happy. You drive safe out there. All right, thank yeah, you. Thank you for mm-hmm. uh, Bye-bye. all the. Whoops, I hit the button. You hit the button. Yeah. He's all right. But, but thanks for yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, we appreciate the heck out of this and for taking our advice. This is all right. We've got a seven one six, which is New York. It's Texas. No, it's New York. Right. We may have talked to this guy before. Maybe. We'll I think he lives out. in Florida. Hello, New York. Hello there. Hello, Can you hear me? in Texas. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Good for you. We got a Jamaican in Texas. <laughs> What's, What's up? Jamaican, Just, I, I know you're short on time, so I'll make my question real quick. On okay. the steers, I know you guys recommend the 120. I looked yes. at my the, the rims on my, my new tractor, and they say 130 stamped right in them. And I Good. know the tires do get hot, and they increase the pressure. If yes. I do put it to 120, is the pressure going to increase that much more and get past that 130? And if it does, will I have an issue? The 130 stamped on the rim is the maximum cold inflation that the rim's rated for. There's no maximum hot inflation. Okay. So that's not an issue. And if Okay, and if I put 115 to kind of start off with to kind of get towards that 120, is that going to – I'm sure it's better than a 110, but it's not to the 120 quite yet. Still not 120. Uh, if I like – okay. If you, can't, got it. if you can't get the 120 in it, I'll accept 115, but I really want the 120. Yeah, you're kind of, you're, remember, okay. it's your money. <laughs> okay. Already, yep. buddy. Well, I got, you have a good I day. got uh, fourteen nine on the truck. So uh, again, appreciate everything and bicycle. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Good luck. Okay, we got another one. Eight one seven area code, Texas. In matter of fact, it's Texas. <laughs> he finally right. got one right. <laughs> All right. Is he in Texas? Yes, because he can't uh, get out. He of had, Texas. You can't get out of Texas. It's too damn big. All right. Yeah, Hello, great Texas. state of Texas. Yeah, man. All right, here we go. Yeah, we got an O2 right. Freightliner Century. Yeah. Um, our, got new uh, new new bushings in the back, 
in the spring. Yeah. New airbags, got new kink pins, link pins in the front, got some nice shiny new tires on the front. Redid okay. the drive line. It's all balanced. Mm-hmm. It, it, it drives smooth. It's not in the seat. I got a vibration. You put your hand on the wheel, and mm-hmm. it's uh, um, you can see the skin. You see, you see your skin shaking on your hand. You know when you're. Mm-hmm. It's not. And, and I'm just trying to figure out where that vibration is. Okay, is, is the vibration uh, moving the steering wheel just slightly left to right, or is it bouncing it up and down? It's not. It's uh, I don't know. It's not really like that. It's not that severe. It almost feels like. The type of vibration almost feels like the engine, like from the engine dampener. Okay. But I don't, I don't know. Uh, so have you, have you checked? On here. Have you checked your front wheel bearings? And what speed does it come up at? Uh, I'd say fifty-five, sixty. Is when it starts. Yeah, and I can, I think I can drive out of it a little bit, you know. Hmm. Like when you get up around sixty-five, it possibly possibly kind of smooths out it never really it's not a severe vibration it's just kind of annoying type okay did did they replace your front wheel bearings when they did all this work no they did not okay here's what i would like you to do then there's two possibilities that come to my mind first how did they balance your new steer tires they balanced the steer tires on the balance machine okay and stuck weights on on it right but they didn't balance i got the sensor and I got the Centromatics on the front. Okay, good. You got Centromatics. Forget about it then. We're fine. Okay. Right. The second thing I want you to do, if you have a jack, I want you to jack up one front tire at a time. Right underneath uh-huh. the, the, the... Spin the, the tire with your hand, get it going good and fast, and then reach over the tire and put your hand on the air brake chamber that's right behind the tire. While it's spinning. While uh-huh. it's spinning. If the bearing is bad, you'll feel a vibration in your fingers while the wheel's spinning. All right. A little pin okay. bearing. And at high speeds, that vibration could be coming right up through your steering column, and you'll feel it in the steering wheel. Yeah, that's exactly what it comes right up the steering column. I mean, they yep. call them freight shakers, but I mean, I don't yeah. know, I, I don't know how much how much is supposed to be shaking, if you know what I mean. It shouldn't be so, shaking at all. Right. If you yeah, first first do that and see if the building is bad. Yeah, then you bring yeah, it to okay. a stop. And shake the top of the tire like you're trying to pull the rubber off. Yeah, but even if the bearing was right. a little loose, it shouldn't give this vibration. It, it, yeah, right. so I'm I'm okay. betting one of those two front bearings is bad. Okay. Yep. We'll have to we'll have to check that. That's a disappointment, but you know that's how it goes. Yeah, but it's but, easy uh, to check. Yeah, well, you know, bearings are relatively cheap, so right. You know, right. Okay. All right, sounds great. Thanks. I'll start there and give you a call back. Good deal, buddy. Have a good day. All right, later. Yep. Well, we did almost exactly 90 minutes here. Yes, we did. We had a good time. We talked to some people. Exactly 60 minutes. You realize that some of these people who call in are just butt-ass crazy, right? (laughs) They're asking about things that we have no idea about. (laughs) And we won't tell you who they were. And we won't tell you what we told you that was wrong. (laughs) We don't want you to know. Folks, you have a good one. I'm going to be at the Matt Show on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. If you're coming that way, be glad to see you. We will be back here next Sunday night for another episode of As the Stomach Churns. All right. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835.
Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road. 